0: God's design for marriage is found in Matthew chapter 19. Jesus said at the beginning, the creator made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his mother and father and be united to his wife and the
1: two will become one flesh. Welcome to By Design from American Family Radio. And thank you for listening to By Design on American Family Radio, one of our newest radio programs uh, produced by AFR on our weekend programming, and we're grateful that you've taken the time to join us. I know that we launched this a couple weeks, couple months back, and we're just really excited about the um, long-term effect that we can have AFA and AFR of coming together with a radio program and a project to promote the beauty of marriage and the benefits thereof and just to... Remind people that this is the way God designed it. And while there are difficulties and there are challenges, the overall arching um, benefit and, and beauty of marriage is the way God designed it. And so we're grateful for you to tune in with us. You can go to afa.net slash bydesign. That's afa.net slash bydesign, or just go to afa.net, and there's a tab. You can't miss it at the top. So thank you for joining in with us. Now, one thing I want to tell our audience is y'all are going to have to quit telling people that you like Chelsea more than you like me. This is just getting out of hands. Every time I talk to somebody about bydesign, they're like, when did Chelsea start doing radio? So Chelsea Very recently Very recently Well come up to the mic Let me help you So they can hear you A little better Hey but,
2: y'all It's good to be with you Again this afternoon um, And we have some Special guests today And we're really excited About that
1: Yes we do We have And I'm going to let you Introduce them In just a minute But before we do uh, We have had Chelsea I've talked to several people That uh, including your mom Now I know your mom's biased But she really likes This radio program So if you like This radio program Let us know uh, You can go to uh, our Facebook page, or you can go uh, online, or you can just uh, go to our uh, FAQ web- uh, email address, and you can let us know, and I'll get you those um, here soon. So.
2: FAQ at AFA.net. Wow.
1: That's why you compliment me. You help me out. So thank you for doing that, Chelsea. Uh, we want to hear from you, so let us know. A um, lot of good compliments, a lot of good feedbacks from this programming. So Now, Chelsea, we have special guests today, and we're going to talk about a topic that is not— Uh, very common for your coffee pot discussions or for that you would hear in a sermon or lesson. And so um, I'm really excited to have this, to have our guests in here today.
2: Yes, this is a discussion that definitely should be talked about more amongst the church, amongst believers. And we are so excited to have Ann and Will Cockrell with us today. Is that Um, Will
1: with two L's or one L? Two. Two. (laughs) Two. All right.
2: Um yes, Ann works in our donor support um, area, and she does a fabulous job. And then Will works at a local family business, correct? That's yes. right.
1: Yes. All right. Well, well, before we get into it, we've got a long program and a lot of deep stuff to talk about. So before we do, tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, well, I
0: work at Cockrell Banana, which is a produce company okay. that my great-grandfather started uh, in the 30s. Okay, okay. I knew um, it
2: was in your family, but I didn't yeah. know how long. Yeah. Okay, that's really awesome.
0: Yeah, so we're we're getting about ninety years. Wow. Then. Wow.
1: Ninety years. So, what does it look for you? Is it eight to five, or is it three to? Uh, the, what's your schedule look uh, like? More like five to one. Five to one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get we get up early. Sometimes get earlier up early. Than Yeah. That. Sometimes yeah. earlier. Wow. Four o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. 'Cause you got produce, right? So you gotta get it there. Yeah, that, those folks that primarily say, well? they want
0: it early. I, but I, hey, I don't mind getting off. Yeah. You know? Early I'm taking too. a nap. Exactly. Sometimes. Before Anne
1: gets <laughs> yeah. off.
3: Right.
1: Ann and then tell our audience a little bit about what you do here at AFA.
3: Okay, I work, like Chelsea said, in donor support, and I get to talk to our donors all day long. And, mm, yeah. um, good and bad. Good and bad. <laughs> it's,
1: all, it's mostly it's all good. mostly, but, mostly yeah. all good. Yeah. We have
3: the sweetest support system yeah, for so AFA, and so um, they call and brag on our radio people all the time. And literally they're always like, "When Sheraton? I can't wait yeah. to come back. Yeah. So, and you've um, had
1: experience with a lot of them, or I know a lot of ladies in donor support of them calling in and praying with you oh, on the phone. Yes. Yeah.
3: Oh, yes. I literally, one day, actually someone brought up foster care and I, was just open with her and I told her we foster and she
2: literally asked me she's like can I pray for you and your husband right now that's the kind of um, listeners supporters
1: we have yeah yeah yeah. that's so So, wonderful so um,
2: yeah that's our that's our topic for today with Ann and Will is foster care and we are going to touch on a lot of topics and we're already losing ground so I feel like we just need to jump in okay okay
1: I just wanted our audience (laughs) to get to know them as well as they know us but it's hard to do in a couple minutes so so today the the discussion is going to be on foster care So what is foster care? Because a lot of times people get that confused with adoption.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's what when we were telling people we were getting approved to foster, people were thinking we were mostly getting approved to adopt. And so you
1: that was my thought. Yeah. Uh, So that's that's just how my mind worked. I didn't know any better. That, yeah.
3: I mean, before you know much about foster care, yeah. you don't know anything about foster exactly. care. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, a lot of people were assuming we were doing this just to adopt. And obviously you can adopt through foster care if need be. But for Mississippi, Mississippi is a reunification state. Um, first of all. And so that is the goal until the goal is not. And um, you know, if if the child just isn't able to be in a situation where they're able to go back home, um, we are our house is technically open, foster to adopt. So
1: Okay, so we'll so most of the time it's not that or in y'all's case, it's not that y'all didn't want to adopt the kids you were fostering, it's because it wasn't an option.
0: Right. right. Yeah, and I'll say this to that. Whenever we were first getting into it, I remember some friends of ours who had uh, who had done it for uh, a few years um, and had actually adopted. Okay, at that they time, had that experience. Um, but they had told us, you know, don't don't do it to adopt. Don't do it to start a family um, because fostering is is so much more. Okay, you know? good point. That's um, helpful. And so I I just remember them yeah them saying that, and that was that was great advice. Um,
1: and that may, and now that I'm thinking about it and y'all got more experience this than we have, or we don't have any experience with this, but, and y'all know a lot more about it than we do. So would that primarily be because you wouldn't want to get so attached only for them to have to go back or go back to their family or what was the wisdom on oh that?
0: <laughs> to me, that's a, a, I could go on and on about that because, the, um, yeah, I, I could give a long answer, but the, uh, maybe the short answer, um, because it, Anne's got a shirt that that says "Get too attached." Yeah, um, it, I it's hear not that yeah. is,
2: is a common maybe not excuse but reason yeah. sure. that people don't want yeah. to go right. into that. So yeah. I'm so glad that y'all are touching on that. Yeah. That that yeah. is not a reason not to. Uh, right. For sure. Not
1: um, for so. so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're trying uh, to read each other for those that can't see <laughs> they're trying not they're being polite and not but when they get in the car we know who's oh, in charge that's right we no. know who's
3: no. no. in right. um right so a lot of people say oh i just don't know how you do it my heart would just get so attached i wouldn't be able to give them back and i totally get that but supposedly that's when you're the best foster parent ever is when you get too attached because these children um are children that need someone to love them like a mama and a daddy should Mm. love a baby it should love a child and so we hope that we offer that love and that even commitment to the kids that are in our house right now and to the kids who have been current previously in our house and um really we just hope to show them
2: jesus and um, going back to what you just said, we just want to show him Jesus. What was y'all's initial conversation, and how did you and Will initially come to the realization this is something y'all better that look God at each other is, and get this right? <laughs> <laughs> that God is calling us to because it is definitely a calling. So oh, give sure. give us a little bit of that background story. Well,
3: the way I remember it, I've always. Wanted to foster, I just remember even in high school, I don't remember how the idea came about, but hearing about foster care, and um, I just remember literally thinking, like, how much more like Jesus can you get? You're Mm, literally putting your heart on the line, you're giving the clothes off your back, food to the hungry. As you're opening your home up to strangers and you're not just opening your home up to these children you're supposed to be loving on this biological family at the same time and so honestly sometimes that's a really hard part of it because they live probably a lot different than we do most of the time and so um, I think we brought it up the first time seriously a year into marriage I remember we were actually on our one-year anniversary trip and I was like okay I wouldn't mind if we got started fostering <laughs> soon and Will was like, Hold your horses yeah. So um, but anyway, I think he came to me I just remember praying for you and praying for us if this was something that we were gonna pursue that I was not in any way gonna try to push him to foster. Like can you imagine getting pushed into welcoming, welcoming kids into your home. And so anyway, you got to be
1: unanimous on that one. Or Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Sure. And I wanted him to be the lead in that. And so I just prayed for us, prayed and we prayed together about it. And probably like a year and a half later, you came to me and you're like, Hey, yeah. Feel like it's time to at least learn There's
1: more God. about it so good job will Yeah. seriously that's <laughs> awesome man being taken up and being the leader in your house and that especially in this category taking the time to pray for something that's your wife's desire and then all of a sudden it becomes yours yeah. It's yeah. delight yourself in the lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart that's exactly what you did, Anne. Um, praise God for that. So, um, and I, there, we've got things we want to talk about. We got some questions, but feel free if you if y'all something comes up and you say well, we want to make sure we cover this. We've got about uh, twenty minutes left, okay. so or eighteen minutes left. So if there's something we're not getting to, let us know. But my question would be: What are some of the primary reasons that kids end up in foster care or homes or?
3: You gonna
0: take this one? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so. Um. You know, a lot of the primary reasons, uh, neglect, um, or, uh, or their parents are involved in drugs, Mm -hmm. uh, alcohol abuse or physical abuse, sexual abuse. Um, and, um, you know, as far as the, we don't, I guess we, we know a little bit of that process of when a child is taken from the home because of calls from social workers and stuff like that when, when we've gotten the, the cases we've gotten. Um, but, uh it It is always a traumatic thing for those children mm-hmm. and um we we have a four and a five year old now who will tell you all about it mm. in a four and five year old way yeah you know, they sure. can't they can't give you all the details uh but man it it's kind of breaking your heart as they're telling you, and they're mm. just talking like hey this this happened, yeah. you yeah. know
3: like everyday uh, conversation yeah.
0: um and uh but it's actually a very traumatic thing for them uh that they'll probably deal with. You know, the rest of their life, sure they will. Uh, ho- maybe, hopefully, not the rest yeah. of their life, but but for some time. So.
2: During those hard times where you see those conversations happen in your home with your four and five-year-old that you have placed there now, um, what are some of the things that, that have maybe been a win for you guys? You know, I know that it is hard, you know, having those conversations, but what is a time where you look at each other and you go, man, I'm so glad that they're in our home. I'm so glad that we are pouring into their life. If you could just give us a small example. This, to me, it
3: might be a small example, but one thing that, like, I just remember, it was kind of just a difficult day maybe, but um, the five-year-old just randomly started singing Good, Good Father. And, uh, you know, he doesn't know all the words, but just started singing. And there was one other song he loves. Uh, uh, it's not coming to that's me That's right?
0: it, graves to garden Yeah, nothing's better than
3: you. Yeah, he'll just randomly start singing, "Lord, there's nothing better than you," and I'm he just like, "Have to
1: have the music in the background."
0: No, no, he will yeah. just
3: oh, yeah, he he'll, 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 he'll start awesome. singing anytime. Yeah. Yeah. He'll As be in the bed on. at nighttime. Oh, there's nothing. Yeah. Um, but anyway that i know that might sound simple but like
2: if no, our that's huge uh, that's a lifetime impact that y'all are making and and a kingdom impact for these kids yeah, you know they're yeah. going to remember those songs. I know songs from years and years and years ago. So I know that those babies right. are gonna take yeah. those songs, you know, back yeah. into their home and hopefully influence sure. their parents. Yeah. That's, that's the when sure. they're fruit, reunified.
1: Yeah, that's the evidence and the fruit of the seed that you already planted too. Yeah. So that's reassurance to you. For sure, for sure. Yeah. For sure.
3: And they what well, they both can say the Lord's Prayer by heart yeah, they can now. Say
1: the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. Used to get that mixed up with uh,
0: with the Pledge of Allegiance. But,
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> how sweet! Yeah,
0: that's also awesome. <laughs> we've yeah. got that separated.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's
1: too funny. That's great. Hey, um, well, let, let's get into a little bit. We may come back to the, y'all's y'all's current experience with it, but let's get into a little bit more of the logistics because we're going to yeah. have some people listening that are are moved by this and they're going to want to consider this, and or maybe some people have already been praying about it, and mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. radio program is their confirmation from God. So. What does it look like day one? Like, how does it, where do you begin?
3: Ooh, day one. <laughs> um, Well, so with our latest case that we have, we can't say like specifics, but um, we got a call about 30 minutes before these two kiddos came to our home what but yeah That's i was literally i was yeah. working from home that afternoon i was doing some extra work and um i had sat down and got on my computer about what four thirty maybe and will was outside working out and i was got a call and um this is a an assistant from the judge's office and she called me and she's like hey um I hear that they're coming to your house because we already knew these kids from last year. They were actually in our home last year, too. And um, I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't know that. And she's like, "Oh." Um, well, the social worker should be calling you soon. So, um, anyway, we knew about thirty minutes before they came. It's not usually that way, but that was an emergency situation. Um, with our other kiddo, we have a, a almost one year old there too, and I knew two days. We got the call the day he was born, and yes. then we picked him up from the hospital two days later. So,
1: gotcha. Wow,
3: we had forty eight hours to get ready for a newborn.
2: Wow, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot very fast. Um, I know that y'all had talked about kind of the steps to get into fostering. Can you just touch very quickly on maybe a few of those who to contact? Um, I know it's going to be different with with every state. We have listeners all across the the nation. But um, how can you get started in Mississippi?
0: Uh, Yeah, the first thing, just like anything like this, you got paperwork, you got to fill out um,
1: cuz they're going to check you they're going to oh, make yes. sure that you're
0: yeah you, you got a you area. got interviews you got um, background checks um, and then you have training that mm-hmm. you go through once you, once you do all that um, and that's what would you say 6 months i don't
3: yeah sometimes not so not as long as 6 months but these social workers are so overworked yeah. even the ones just doing office work um it sometimes takes longer, but, yeah, yeah. about six months. And it kind of depends on um, how long it takes you to get the paperwork done. Right. I think you have a certain amount of days that, it, okay, you're given paperwork yeah. on this day, and I can't remember. I want to say maybe 70, 75 days before you have to get that paperwork turned back in or it goes void. Um so, yeah, but you can call DHS for any state, and that's how you can kind of get directed to the side um, for that state to start paperwork.
1: So then each state would be different in yeah. the, uh, this process? The like quali- you said, a, uh afa you said mississippi, mississippi was a uh, unif. what did you say a reunification, reunification. State. okay mm-hmm. so what what are some alternatives to that what are some other states some is-
3: states are very pro-adoption okay right out yeah. of the chute mm-hmm. gotcha okay but we've we have good friends in um arkansas. Ar- arkansas yeah and um they actually adopted through foster care but there's a lot more orphans in arkansas than there are in mississippi okay because so
2: mississippi's need is great
3: and so mississippi's that, need is great yeah but it's because the process is longer they're needing more adoptions because they're not so reunification oriented right, like mississippi is so um
1: well so then what were what are some of the kind of different i always thought adoptions all the same is there different types of adoptions
2: yeah that's probably a whole nother podcast yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> um but but yeah, within within foster care is that what you yes, mean? Yes, yes, that's what I mean. Yeah.
3: There, from my understanding, it's an open or closed adoption. Okay. Um, and that would be up to the foster family and sure. how much discussion and paperwork yeah. before that. But from my understanding, it would be open to the biological family still being involved or not.
1: So, like from start to finish, when y'all got the call, did, was that just temporary, or was that a you know, were y'all the official foster care parents from that point to to further notice? Does that um, make sense? That is, so
3: it's temporary until the next court date. So with the last case, we got the call that night, and I had to be at court or we had to be at court the next morning at 8 o'clock. Yeah,
0: there's always court within 24 hours
1: yeah, oh wow. of when, the initial the placement. Gotcha.
3: Unless it's on a weekend.
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to American Family Radio and, and the new program called By Design. We are so grateful to have Ann and Will in the studio with us to talk about their experience foster caring. And um with by design, we uh, just want to talk about all things family, all things family, the way God designed it, marriage between one man and one woman for life. And within that is a family and people choose. There's a lot of uh, alternative ways to grow your family. And one way is foster care. And it's, as Ann mentioned in the first part of the segment, it couldn't be any more closer to the way that jesus loves us is the way that you can love someone through foster caring and it's a christian a witness to a lot of people that you've sacrificed a lot and you want to say
3: something oh, I'll just agree. That's oh just you were just in agreement okay.
1: Jesus. Okay. Yeah. That you. So, so you were saying yes amen that's yes. right yes. Leslie. Amen. thank you <laughs> good good
2: well go i was just going to ask them um so i know that you guys have mentioned some social workers some judges Obviously, you guys as foster parents, who are some other key players in this process that you work with um, trying to reunify these children?
0: Man, uh, yeah. Well, the first thing I think of, yeah, there's a lot of people involved. But as far as, uh, you know, for us is our our support system. Yeah. um, That's huge. Oh, for sure. Our uh, friends and family. Yeah, I mean, gosh everybody that says oh I couldn't do it you know um then my answer is well I couldn't either right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're doing yeah it. But, yeah but but <laughs> yeah but I yeah we don't do it by ourselves no. I, you know we got incredible uh
3: parents parents
0: but, first of all yeah mm-hmm. and then sisters friends you know and and then extended family i mean that's the way it, god designed it yeah oh, everybody <laughs> it, it there takes a, a village. village yeah yeah um
1: it's by design. That's the way God designed it. And I think yeah. about Chelsea and our, our family. The um, We've experienced a loss uh, through miscarriage, and our family was there just as much as they were when we had our first baby. Yeah, oh, for sure. And so having family is important. And for those that are listening, um, if you've got someone, a friend or family or someone that you know that is fostering a child or, or maybe multiple children, this is a good reminder for yourself and for mine and Chelsea's self that we need to do things that help support those that are fostering because of all the additional challenges that are not there with having children of right, your own. Right. So, what are some what are some challenges that y'all face fostering?
2: Well, and maybe along with those challenges, how can, how can yes. we help? Yeah, now, that I was my like next question.
1: We, <laughs> you stole it. Yes. She's so good at that. She went right to the meat. I mean, she's like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I mean, the my first thing. So like the night that or the weekend we got called about um, baby boy who's about to be one. Um, immediately we had a food chain set up. Nice. We had people people I didn't even know text me <laughs> saying, "Hey, I just dropped off diapers. Hey, I just dropped off a bathtub. Hey, you know, here's clothes. You know." so many people that i couldn't keep up with like thanks i I don't know who to thank right now and so um we had people uh, friends from high school that i hadn't talked to in such a long time send us gifts too you know just through amazon and so anyway um that's amazing yeah and then people offering to babysit that's always helpful but (laughs) some of the challenges I think where I kind of get honestly just being real worn out sometimes sure. are the extra visits that you have to make That's with right. family. That I mean, we got extra doctor's appointments mm-hmm. and court dates and court works as it's just a different system. <laughs> yeah. They tell you to be there at 8 o'clock yeah. and you might not have court until 1, you know, so. Um,
0: Which I think is why the, the, our friends advised us, mm-hmm. you know, when you're getting into foster care, you're not getting into Adoption to have a family. Yeah. This is, that, this back is to your original point. Yeah. That's why. This yeah. is I one mean, reason why. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. You, you got the social workers, the, the judge, the court, the visits. In, in
3: Mississippi, the social workers for the children, they have to come to visits twice a month. Then you have – we have – um a resource worker who she has to come for a visit once a month mm. um yeah, and people then, in our house all the time yeah we, we've got people <laughs> you don't even know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i will say we have a wonderful resource worker she's That's she's great. so Absolutely. sweet she'll actually come Absolutely. for a visit tomorrow oh,
1: okay yep <laughs> hey you know what uh what i'm hearing in all this is that um uh i wasn't none of us were there for the, y'all's uh decision making that came to a head that y'all made this decision but I got to think that at some point you, there's at least a portion, if not a lot, of faith that you just like. Look, mm-hmm. I don't. You know, we want to do this, but don't have any experience, don't know anybody. And it seems to me that uh, at least in these couple uh, situations that God has not only provided, but provided abundantly. Oh, for sure. Um, and you talk about mm-hmm. how people you didn't even know, um, pr- you know, providing s- p- particular needs, diapers, whatever wipes. And so, I wouldn't for our listening audience do not let you know, any materialistic thing or anything like that keep you from doing this if this is something that you that you're pretty that you're pretty confident God would have you to do, something you've been considering yeah. for a while or starting to consider because God is more than capable oh, sure. of providing through his church. He uses his church all the time. I wonder do you have any idea how many people from your church got involved or you know Oh man. You know what I mean? Let's
3: see one thing that was really neat last year when we had they were three and four last year when they came to our house um, so we, it was deep in COVID, right? Yeah. And so nobody was really going to church, <laughs> but our Sunday school class found out about the two kiddos that were coming and when i tell you our whole living room was covered in clothes it gets me excited it was covered in clothes and so it was and freezer meals people um yeah brought over freezer meals brought over um casseroles that had been cooked and so um sent us tupelo to go and so um it, I, we literally saw the church come together even though the church was not together at the
2: time so wow. the church is yeah. not just a building and not they just a building. it seems like your church showed up and showed out for y'all oh, they that's do. A, that's they a, do. a blessing well it sounds like what wesley you and i need to jump on the you know bandwagon <laughs> yeah. um for helping foster families is providing a meal providing mm-hmm. some babysitting services so that you guys can go out and get that you know just breath of fresh air um, and any, any hand-me-down clothes, oh, diapers, sure. wipes, uh-huh. if that's an appropriate time for a baby. Um, so, yeah, guys, if you're listening, those are some tangible ways that if you're not called to foster yourself, um, then you can definitely support mm-hmm. foster families that you know of. And if you don't know of one, Get plugged into church. Ask if there are families because I know very many in our church that could use our help. And so, yeah, you guys have put a, a burden on us, a, a want to to go help some of those families for sure. Yeah. That's we, sweet.
1: we got about a minute or a minute and a half left. What are some final thoughts you want to leave with the listeners on Fox Hill? We'll start with ladies first. Anne. And
3: <laughs> um, well, kind of just backing up what Chelsea was saying is – that there's so many other ways than fostering yourself to help these children and families, um, to see Jesus. And so, um, Anyway, just I just would encourage anyone who's considering this, or if it is on your heart, to just pray about it. And if it's one spouse, mm. spouse over the other, don't push the other spouse into this. This is hard, hard, and emotionally, spiritually, physically, and so um, just wait um, for the Lord's timing, and He He will answer that call.
1: Yeah, and anything that uh, that God asks us to do, to do it the right way, is never easy the whole way. The fruits and the benefits are great yeah. and they're rewarding mm-hmm. nonetheless, but it's, all, it's often difficult. So, uh, I got a verse
0: written down, James one twenty seven. it says, The gospel is this, to visit the fatherless and widows uh, in their affliction. Um, and yeah, like Anne was saying, my encouragement is, that's not to convict anybody, that's just to encourage. Yes. And And all God wants us to do is pursue Him and ask Him, God, if this is the gospel, what does this look like for me?
1: And, you know and uh, uh fostering is very literally carrying out james 127 is that what you said that's right that's right 127 thank y'all for being on yeah it was a
2: pleasure and Good. thank you thank for y'all. loving on those kids i know y'all have made such a huge impact so
1: well we'll come thank back you. um here in a couple weeks maybe a couple months we'll have y'all back on and we'll we'll get a re we'll get an update on where y'all are in y'all's foster care and there's a lot more we could have discussed today that we'll have y'all back on for so thank y'all so much thank y'all Listening audience, for being faithful every Saturday to listen to By Design. You can find out more by going to AFR.net, and we'll see you next weekend.